Hey everyone, and welcome to episode number eight of the Computer Business Marketing Show. Today's episode is brought to you by TechSite Builder. TechSite Builder is a hosted website builder that allows you to quickly and easily get a clean and professional website up and running for your computer or tech-focused business. Save time and frustration with TechSite Builder. Learn more at TechSiteBuilder.com. And it's also brought to you by the DC Unconvention 2017, the second annual conference for IT business owners. Learn from fellow techs and business owners, get business strategies that work in the real world, and discover new tech. Learn more at unconvention.io. Today on the show, we talk with Johnny Flash. He's a website and marketing consultant who works with churches and restaurants. And we talk to him about how you can market to your local area to get more people from your local community coming in your doors. You'll learn why it's important to be authentic and how you can leverage targeted pages on your website to pull in more customers. Also, Paco talks about updating his local listings and why it's important to address your customers' objections. All that and so much more coming up right now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Computer Business Marketing Show. If you own or work in an IT services business, this is the place to learn how to get more clients, keep them happy, and grow your revenue. You can watch episodes and subscribe to all the shows that we've recorded so far at computerbusinessmarketing.com. You can also catch our live stream on Facebook every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just be sure to like the TechSite Builder Facebook page and then click the following tab and then select See First so that the live stream will jump to the top of your feed and you can catch us when we go live every Wednesday. All right, guys, I'm excited today for the show because we have an awesome guest for you. His name is Johnny Flash, and he does uh, marketing for churches and restaurants. So we're going to talk to him about uh, some of the techniques that work for those types of organizations and how we can apply them to computer businesses as well. I think there's going to be a lot of parallels there, and there's going to be a lot of kind of -of out-of-the-box things that those organizations might be doing that work for them that uh, we can, again, apply to computer businesses. Uh, but before we jump into that, I want to check in with my co-host, Paco LeBron of Prodigy Techs. What you been up to, Paco? Oh, all kinds of stuff, man. How are you, how are you doing today? I'm doing, I'm doing okay. We've been having some air conditioning issues, and it's like the, it's, we've had a heat wave going on here. So it's been, uh, we've been fighting with that, uh, and there's been moments of lots of sweat. <laughs> but right now I'm good. It's nice and cool in here, so I'm hoping... Things uh, things will continue in that regard. Um, so that's how I'm doing. How are you doing? Yeah, so I'm doing well. Um, so we had a similar, like in the last like four days, it's like hotter than Hades, um, where um, I think Monday I had an onsite downtown and I wrote the address wrong. Um, it was supposed to be one oh, it was supposed to be one eighty North Michigan Avenue, and it was, and I wrote down one oh eight, which technically it wasn't only a block, but as I parked on like the corner a block away. And then I started walking toward, I started going a full block the opposite way. Couldn't find the address because the address didn't exist, which I hate that Google doesn't tell you, Hey, this address doesn't exist. It just gives you like a point of, we think it should be here. Um, So I had to call the client. They told me I wrote the address wrong. Then I had to go the opposite way. So I was just dripping of how hot it was. I mean, it was in the, like probably in the high nineties and it felt like a hundred. So it was pretty bad, but like I mentioned, you know, things things have been picking up lately for me. Um, I've been having a lot of good referrals lately. 
lot of uh, on-site business clients uh, getting some help from there. Um, and we're just improving a lot of other stuff internally because we're trying to focus more on organic growth. So we're trying to build better content on our site and then just invest in all that. And then once we get a good feel of, hey, we got some good evergreen content, our site is good, our update, our listings are up to date. They're not old because as I mentioned in previous podcasts, I try to update my Google My Business and Yelp listings every six months so that for whatever reason, I've noticed that every time I make some type of change or a modification or an update, it must send something to Google or Yelp because I start getting clients organically like in that week saying, hey, we found you on here. Hey, we found you on there. I recently uploaded maybe two ep- uh, two episodes, two uh, photos to my Yelp page on Saturday and two clients this week said that they found me on Yelp. So, oh, yeah. and I haven't had a lot of clients from Yelp in quite some time. And I got Google AdWords running and, and stuff like that. So that's been good. And just really working on uh, my backlinks, uh, making sure that there's no spammy ones coming back to me, um, looking into making sure that there's no, um, if there's any good ones from my competitors. So I'm using a company called uh, Serpstat. Um, not sure if you uh, uh, heard of that one, but uh, yep. AppSumo had a deal a couple months ago for, I think it was like 30 bucks for a lifetime subscription. And for those that don't know what Serpstat is, it's similar to SEM Rush. Um, so essentially you can do all that stuff on their paid version, but I do it with Serpstat and just started looking up some of my um, na- uh, neighboring computer repair shops, IT consulting places, see where they're getting their traffic from backlinks seeing if they, uh, you know, if it's blogs or if it's content on their side and, you know, utilizing that for myself. So um, that's been a majority of what's going on in the business. And then um, I've been planning some stuff for my nonprofit. So that's been taking up some, uh, or not my nonprofit. I've been helping the nonprofit board that I sit on um, for our summer event that we have next Thursday. So for those that are in the Chicago area, um, feel free to take a look at my LinkedIn or Facebook, whoever's friends on my Facebook page, um, have my event uh, June 22nd for those who want to come out, meet me and open bar, open food for the price of the ticket. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. You know that let's, let's remember to have an episode around um, uh, competition analysis, SEO competition analysis, all that stuff you're doing on Serpstat, um, and kind of talk about the, uh, the, we can dig deep into that and, and talk about all the stuff we can do. Cause that's, there's a lot of fun stuff you can do. And I don't think a lot of people are doing that. So let's write it on whatever we write on to, to remember we'll, stuff. We'll, we'll put a pin on that. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Cool. Um, yeah. Uh, awesome for me. Um, you know, not, nothing's really, nothing really new is happening. I'm starting to get ready to, uh, go to my two weeks of national guard training which is going to be happening at the end of this month, the last month of June, first month of July, or not, last week of June, first week of July. Uh, so, you know, now is the time when I start prepping my clients and, and my ongoing projects, getting them ready for that two weeks of absence. Luckily, uh, this year, we're going to be basically hanging out in, in our local area. So I will actually be able to come home in the evenings. Um, sometimes we're, we're staying somewhere, but this time I can come home in the evening. So I'm not going to be too out of communication, but it's still all, most of the days I won't be able to be working on stuff. So right now is the time when I'm telling my clients I'm going to be away. If there's anything they need, let's get it done now. Otherwise they're going to have to wait until like mid July. Um, and then any ongoing projects, I'm letting them know that I'm going to, there's going to be a kind of a slow period there. And, and so far so good. I mean, most of the clients I have now are longtime clients anyways. So they're used to this. 
Uh, they know this is the deal, <laughs> and this happens every year. Um, so they're they're cool with it. Um, all the other folks, I just you know they appreciate the communication, letting them know ahead of time that I'm going to be away, and that's just something something to to remember to do if you plan on taking vacation, which you should, or you plan on going away. Uh, make sure that you um, you know a few weeks in advance start letting your clients know about it. Get those out of office notifications set up uh, and scheduled, and just you know start planning for it um, so that you don't blindside your clients. Have a plan for if people try to contact you while you're gone. Um, it's a good opportunity to test out some answering services or hire a VA or have an employee answer the phones for you. Um, and uh, it's just a good practice, you know, because sometimes you might be away from your business uh, and uh, without choice, you know, that's not your choice and you want to be able to keep things running smoothly. So uh, that's about it, you know, just dealing with AC issues and, uh, and getting ready for, for National Guard training. Other than that, things have been going along nicely. Got a couple of big projects I'm working on and the rest of the stuff uh, working on improving tech site builder and, uh, and all that stuff. So I um, want to just give a quick shout out to the Facebook group, the Computer Business Marketing Facebook group. If you haven't joined the Facebook group, please do. We've had a, a nice uh, rush of people who heard about it on the podcast who have now started to join. So we appreciate that. We're getting the word out. Uh, spread the word if you uh, are in any other Facebook groups with other computer business owners. Uh, we want to get lots of folks in that marketing group because we're getting lots of great feedback from folks. People ask a question um, about certain uh, things that they're doing in their business. They want to get feedback. They want to get um, some other uh, information or some other perspectives. And the more people we have in the group, the more diverse perspectives we get, the more different ideas we get bouncing around that group. And it turns out to be uh, very valuable for the folks that are in there. So it's totally free. Just search for computer business marketing in Facebook and look for a group called the Computer Business Marketing Group uh, and go ahead and join it. Um, and uh, it's private, so you will need to answer a couple questions just to let us know that you do actually own a computer business or that you heard about the show um, through the podcast or someplace else. And we'd love to have you in there to, uh, have, to participate in all the cool discussions that we have going on. All right, uh, before we dig into the featured topic in the interview with uh, Johnny Flash, I do want to mention our first sponsor, and that is uh, the DC Unconvention 2017. This is the event for computer business owners like you who are listening to this show, who want to improve your business and network with other like-minded people and get a chance to talk with the vendors and the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the services that you use in your business. So it's basically a place where we're going to get together with other computer business owners and other computer business vendors and get in an intimate environment. We're only let a, letting 100 people uh, come to this convention, so we want to keep it small, keep it intimate. And then we'll even end up breaking into smaller breakout groups to talk about things like marketing, talk about what's, you know, what's problems that you're having in your computer business, try to work through those problems, and have you come away from that experience with solutions. Um, to kind of highlight that, I wanted to uh, really quick read a testimonial we received from someone who went to the uh, unconvention last year and is planning to come again this year. So um, through email, uh, this is uh, Barack Sarak, uh, and he is a tech out of the uh, Chicago area, I believe. Um, and he attended uh, the unconvention last year. He's going to attend this year. And uh, I asked him through email, what, if anything, did you learn while you were at the unconvention last year? that you were able to take away and implement in your business. And he said, um, I'll be honest with you. I've been to a lot of conventions before with 
places like Max and Logic Now. And a lot of the things that were said there, uh, we kind of went over as well at the unconvention. But what made the difference for me is the time, um, is this time around is that I was motivated to take action. This time around, I felt powerful enough listening to people running businesses that are some of them even smaller than me and how they're doing it. They are doing what they're supposed to be doing to grow. One huge example for me was that there is a computer person, in fact, in my area who uh, has a bookkeeper as well as an accountant. And I always thought um, that was a luxury to have someone who deals with your QuickBooks. After attending the unconvention and feeling empowered, being in a room with people who pretty much are in the same boat as me and they can do it, I was like, you know what? I'm going to pull the trigger on some of these things that I've always been hearing to do but haven't done. That was a huge deal for me. And then I asked him, um, what have you implemented because of the unconvention? And he said there were two specific things that he implemented. Uh, one was the full-time bookkeeper. Um, he hadn't touched his QuickBooks in like a month. And after that, um, he hired the bookkeeper. And um, uh, let's see, uh, since then, he hasn't touched his QuickBooks. Um, and then also, he was constantly asking his techs to clean the store. And he actually ended up hiring a cleaning company to come in every other week to clean his store because he kept telling his guys, um, let's see, he say, well, you guys didn't do a good job cleaning. And mm -hmm. that's because they're not cleaning people. Um, so he was able to uh, have the confidence to hire these extra folks to take care of his QuickBooks and to take care of cleaning his shop to free up him and his employees to actually get more work done. And that ended up uh, in him getting more business for his computer business. And that's the kind of thing that you're going to come away with uh, by attending the unconvention. You're going to get motivated. You're going to hear what's working for other computer businesses. It's as much a mastermind as it is a convention. So you're going to really get to learn what works for other computer business owners. Come away with that, with actionable tips that you can apply in your own business. And it's, gonna, it's definitely going to pay for the price of admission and the price to travel to the unconvention. Talk to anyone who went to the unconvention last year and they'll tell you the same thing. The things they learned at unconvention more than paid for the, uh, the cost that it, that it took to get there. So if you're interested in going to the unconvention, head on over to unconvention.io and use the coupon code TSB to get $40 off. Uh, that's TSB as in tech site builder. That'll give you $40 off the admission to the unconvention that is uh, in Washington, D.C., this year in September 16th and 17th, uh, that weekend, definitely join us in Washington, D.C. We'd love to meet you um, and would love to uh, learn from you and uh, we'll have a great time. So we'll see you at the Unconvention. All right, guys, so let's jump into the featured topic today. Uh, I'm excited to talk to Johnny Flash, who is a uh, web developer and marketing consultant, and he works primarily with churches and restaurants, building their websites, helping them come up with strategies to market their particular businesses. And I wanted to have him on to talk to us about some of the things he's learned. How you doing, Johnny? Good. Thanks for having me on, Matt and Paco. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Glad for you to be here. Um, you and I, you know, we run in the same circles as far as uh, web development and, and we're in some, some masterminds together. And uh, you always have a lot of great uh, information, a lot of great knowledge and you're, what I love about you is you're an action taker. So not only do you do you, you know all the good stuff to do, but you actually take action for yourself and your clients. And I, I'd love for you to, to motivate some of our listeners to take action on some of this stuff as well. But before we get into any of that, why don't you just kind of give us a, a brief um, look at your background, how you got started in the industry you're in. Um, I know you recently, not too long ago, quit your job to, to 
take this on full time. So kind of walk us through some of that stuff that led you up to where you are now. Sure. Well, I think it's cool that this is the uh, computer business marketing uh, show or whatever, because that that was my first job that I ever had. Literally, I was I was 12 years old. I, I had learned how to fix computers because my dad didn't want to fix computers and our computer always seemed to have an issue. So he would be at work and we would be at home like fixing the computer. And so uh, I printed I my first business I, pr- I printed up these flyers and this was like 1993. So before Geek Squad, before any of that. And I printed up these flyers and I put them on every neighborhood in the door, in the every house in the neighborhood. And they were basically like these coupons for computer repair for $20 per hour. If you had the coupon, I was 12 years old. <laughs> yeah, <Bargain. laughs> it was great. And so, but I was 12. So that was like, I was like the highest paid 12 year old, you know? And, uh, forget $5 an hour or whatever it was. And so uh, the phone would ring and my mom would pick up and then they would say, oh, we need our computer fixed. She would hand it to me. I would talk to them. And then if they wanted me to come fix their computer, because I did it in their house, then I'd either walk or my mom would drive me and uh, I'd show up at the door and I'd knock on the door and like, no kidding, they would open the door and then have to look down to realize like they had just (laughs) hired a 12 year old. (laughs) to come fix their computer. And so there was like this moment of pause, like awkwardness where they would like, they're having like second, you know, second guessing whether I should come into their house. And so I would usually tell them, well, if I don't fix it, then it's for free. And so that would usually be enough to like get me in the door and I would work on their computer for a few hours and fix it. They'd give me a check or cash and I would be out of there. And so I was like, it was great. So anyways, uh, that's not my, uh, you know, I, I did that for a while. That is not my uh, area of expertise. Now I'm, I do digital marketing and consulting and I uh, helped a church quadruple in size. And so I was doing communication and stuff there. And then about a year and a half ago, took the plunge and went full time into my own uh, business. And so we have a small agency that we run here, ironically, at, in, outside of Washington, D.C., where you're unconvention is going to be, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so, and that's kind of, you know, we've met in person a, a few times because we, we live so close to each other and um, that that's always cool. And I always recommend that to find people who are in your industry in the local area and just hang out, you know, grab a coffee or whatever, mm-hmm. um, talk shop. So that's kind of cool that your origin stories are kind of match a lot of our origin stories and, you know, just trying to fix computers, make some money. You know, that's the entrepreneurial bug that's in, I think a lot of us just, you know, something we're good at and we, we figure we can make money from it and we, we give it a shot and, and see how it goes. So that's a, that's a cool story. I like that. Um, so, uh, so now you're, you're working a lot with, um, you know, churches and, and restaurants. I think those are kind of your main niche, uh, uh, you know, businesses that you're working with. Um, and I kind of want to get, get an idea of, um, what's, you know, working for those guys. Cause I know, Especially, let's start with restaurants. So restaurants um, have a very unique business model. Well, not unique, but it's it's a business model where they need to constantly be bringing people in the door, and they you know they have food inventory that they have to you know make money on. And so if people aren't coming in the door constantly, they're not making money, and they're going to eventually go under. So they're they really need to bring people in. And so I'm wondering, you know, what are some of the things that you're seeing that restaurants are doing, especially when it comes to like their website or the web marketing. Um, that they're doing that's that's been effective. Yeah, I mean, we we work with a number of different restaurant or caterers, and uh, 
One of the caterers that we're working with, they're really putting a focus, a local emphasis on the areas that they're trying to reach with their catering business. So, and I think this applies completely to computer repair and computer services as well, because you, usually you're in a certain demographic, you know, certain uh, geographic location. You're trying to reach the neighboring towns and cities and stuff with your services. And so they've, they're basically creating a page for each town in their area to target kind of in an SEO type way uh, with different content. I mean, the content's kind of similar on each page, but they're not like just a clone of each, they're not a clone of each other. And so where I am, you know, it would be locations like Reston and Alexandria and Tyson's Corner and in these large areas that a lot of people live in so that hopefully if someone types in, you know, catering in Reston, then they'll, this page will show up and it'll kind of act as a landing page for that town and so I think in the same way, you know, computer services, computer repair, whatever your keywords are, using those and then combining them with a local town name can can get you some more entry points into your website for specific audiences. Yeah, I see that that struggle uh, with a lot of business owners where they, you know, their shop or their, you know, their home office is located in a particular neighborhood, but there's a lot more um people or density of people in, you know, a neighboring town or a few neighboring towns. And so when you set up like your Google listing page and you set up your website, you put your address in there and that's for the the local area you are, but you want to let people know that, Hey, you exist or you can service these other areas. And, and I get a lot of questions about how do I do that? How do I convey that on the website? And I think that's a great idea to create pages targeted specifically to that location Number one, it's, it's great for SEO because, you know, someone searching for a computer repair, in your case in Alexandria, um, will, you know, it'll, Google will index that page saying, Hey, not, they might, their, their business address might be in DC, but they serve Alexandria. So let's, you know, make sure that we show this page in the search results. Also, um, it's just, it's, it's helpful to the users who, if I live in Alexandria, I'm looking for computer repair in Alexandria. I happen upon your page and it says computer repair DC. I'm like, well, he, he services the folks in DC. He's not concerned about, about us in Alexandria. And then, uh, but then I see, Hey, there's a, there's a page that says serving Alexandria. I click through that it talks about, you know, the unique uh, area of Alexandria and, and why you service it. And, and it's the same rates and all that stuff. And I, I think that goes a long way, both for SEO and both for just user experience as well. Yeah, you make a good point too, because I mean, it, in our case, I'm in a business district. So the zip code, even though my the neighboring neighborhood is West Loop, um, my website uh, gets a lot of organic traffic in the zip code that I'm in, which is 60606. But the, and there's only about 3,000 people in that business district. Whereas the real true West Loop, which is the zip code 60607, that has 30,000 people. So exactly like you just mentioned, the SEO on, we're good with our zip code because it has our address, et cetera, but creating a landing page that it's going to have that information of we service the entire loop or in that area to try and grab more of the density of more customers that are literally a street over because we're in a different boundary of how they drew up the zip code. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I mean, it, it's, it, it's totally true for anyone that's in an urban or suburban area. You know, there's all these nearby areas that are not that far away that you don't necessarily show up for if someone Googles. And so um, the, the catering, this catering company that we're working with, you know, they kind of have like a three part uh, section on these different pages in terms of, you know, they'll have a little bit about the area. So like if it's Reston, there'll be like a little paragraph about Reston, then they'll kind of um, pivot into, 
you know, rest in corporate catering or rest in business catering or whatever. And then they might talk about another area of catering. So maybe it's like uh, rest in, you know, reception catering or something like Mm. that. And so they'll kind of have a few different buzzwords and then they've got some uh, photos to their services on one side. And then on the other side, they've got other areas that they service so that they're kind of getting those internal links to those other pages. So like rest in catering, Alexandria catering, and they might even throw in different words like reception catering, business catering, cocktail party catering, wedding catering, things like that. And so I think you can easily mix up uh, you know, that in terms of computer services because you've got different types of services that you have and you can kind of mix the keywords because you don't want Google to see these pages and they all feel like exactly the same and that they're just, you're just swapping out Reston with Herndon and Alexandria. Like that's not going to really have the results that you want, right? So it takes a little bit of effort, but if you map out the five or 10 or 15 areas that are closest to you, then just like one a week or one every morning, get up a little earlier and just like bang out that page and then, you know, start to get that uh, organic reach that way. Yeah. yeah. That's, and the only reason why I want to bring this home is that for those who are using TechSite Builder, I think that'd be, and, you know, shameless plug for TechSite Builder, but um, it would help, especially on the area where you can throw in the widgets on the side. You can basically have that link going to, like he just said, have your image and whatever it is that you're going to discuss and have it send over to that landing page you create. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and with the uh, with the new page builder in TechSite Builder, you can also build that landing page, save it as a template, and then you can reuse that template for different pages for different areas. And of course, when you when you reuse it, you want to go in and change the content around and swap out the images and stuff. But that makes it easy, so you don't have to design the landing page for every area from scratch. You can uh, save the template and then reuse it. And other website platforms have something similar, I'm sure. Um, but that's you know. That, that's a great, great advice. And I think that's a good cautionary tale that you don't want to just copy the exact page and then replace the words that worked maybe five years ago or so. But <laughs> yeah. Google's getting smart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, any other things that you've seen uh, that's been working for the, the catering or restaurant industry? I mean, I, I think like any industry, I think there's there's this move toward being authentic. And so whether it's whether it's catering, whether it's, you know, computer repair, whether it's churches you know, really any business, it's like people want authentic, you know, they want to see who you really are. They don't, it doesn't need to be maybe as polished as it used to be, have to be, you know, it's like, we've got, we're on Facebook live right now, right? This is not edited. It's not polished. It's, you know, there's going to be mistakes or things that we say wrong or whatever. And so I think people appreciate that now more than ever, because the technology has gotten so good that, it's easy to have that like super polished, like, you know, but people want to kind of have that personal feel. And so I think whatever you can do to make your business more authentic and personal and almost, it's almost like this movement away from like a corporate feel and more of like a, a friend kind of feel. And so, I mean, you know, whether that's your, like, you know, talking about the restaurants, I think it's, it's in the social media side in terms of, giving your social media some personality so that it's like, it's corporate, but it's not like, you know, you're, it it comes across as a person talking to a person, not like the corporate entity talking to a person. Right. And so as much as you're advertising and the things like that feel more like a person to person conversation and less of like a corporate to person conversation, 
I think the better they're received. Yeah, people people jump onto that. I mean, there was the recent thing that happened with uh, I think it was Wendy's uh, social media account, where like the the so the person who was manning the uh, the Twitter account for Wendy's was actually interacting with people who were giving like bad reviews and and like you know having like witty quips and stuff, and and people <laughs> loved it, and they're like, oh, this is like you know they're not being PC and and like trying to just ignore the negative reviews. They're actually you know sitting there. And they're responding to the reviews and it's a real person and they have a real personality. And it's, you know, it's, it's that people like that. People like seeing that. And that's something that I, uh, you know, continue to push for computer business owners that like come on a tech site builder or that just, uh, you know, ask me uh, advice on their website. I always say, make sure you put uh, your a picture of yourself on the website Homepage is ideal, but if not, at least on the about page, maybe even the services page, a picture of you, a picture of your shop, a picture of you in front of your vehicle, you know, something that's going to um, let people know that you're a real person. There's a real person behind the business. There's a personality there and, and you're not just a, a nameless or faceless corporation. Yeah, no, I think that's so it's funny that you mentioned the the picture in front of the vehicle because um, earlier this week, I got this thing in the mail and this is, this isn't restaurant related, but I think it applies to the conversation that we're having in that. Um, I, so I, where I live, uh, we have about an acre and a half, which is kind of unusual in like the suburbs of DC. Right. But, um, we have, it's like the outside is beautiful, but we have all these mosquitoes. And so we have a company that comes every two weeks and they treat for mosquitoes and ticks and stuff so that we can actually sit outside and like enjoy the, you know, the back deck and those kind of things. Well, anyways, so I got this uh, postcard in the mail, says Mosquito Joe. And <laughs> on the back of it, I don't know if you can see it there, but there's basically the guy in front of his truck and it says locally owned and operated. And like that to me was like immediately like this caught my eye because it wasn't another, um, you know, just kind of, oh, I don't know if this guy is like new in business. Does he have any customers? Like how legitimate? Because some of these things and I think computer repair could sometimes be um, mischaracterized in the same way. Right. It's like, is this a is this a legitimate shop? Are they going to really be able to help me? Is you this know, little little Johnny Flash? Right, right, <laughs> going like door to door. <laughs> right, like yeah. You know, what what is this? You know, and so um, I think when you can use personal like imagery, and this is huge for churches that we work with because it's like it's easy to go get the stock photo of you know the person shaking hands or the you know kind of the large group of people or whatever your industry is, right? You can go get this people in suits and uh, use those photos on your website, but. Like for most of us, even like the casual person, they can kind of tell when it's just a stock image that's put in there versus, oh, these are really the people, you know? And so I, I just loved this because it caught my eye and I was like, man, you know, uh, the people that are doing my work do a good job, but like I would, this would be the next person I would contact if anything went wrong, because I feel like it's at least like a legitimate person who has like a personal touch, you know? Yep. Yeah. Real images go a long way. And, and it, it's weird, like when you first start a business, you, you really are obsessed with making it seem legitimate. So you want to find those corporate looking stock photos to get on there and you want to have it seem like a big corporation. Uh, but then you realize that really the, the best way to get clients that are loyal to you is to, to let them be loyal to you, not to your company uh, and, and not be a nameless, you know, or not, not nameless, not a faceless uh, 
corporation, but to actually be a, a consultant or a guy that's there helping you out. I mean, your what's the name of your business? Is Johnny like, Flash Productions. Johnny yeah. Flash Productions. You yeah. know, there it is, front and center, right? Yeah. So you can even come up with a, a stage name or you know something like that. That um, that is your technician name. You know, um, Johnny Computer. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, to come up with that, have that be the face of your brand, and people eat that stuff up. They love to, you know, interact with a personality and 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 stuff like that. Uh, so, you, what else have you have you found? So, thinking of churches, you know, churches I think are are unique in that they are, um, you know, nonprofit organizations. But there's a lot of uh, similarities in that they're very locally based. They're they're interested in getting people in the door. Um, same with, you know, especially computer shops like brick and mortar shops, they're interested in getting people in the door. Um, and you're really trying to build like a community vibe and a community feeling with the local area. And I think that's kind of a, a cool approach for computer businesses to take as well. Um, so what are some of the, some of the things that you use with churches or you've seen churches use, um, that have been effective as far as, um, you know, marketing? Yeah, well, I mean, I, th- I think, you know, churches are starting to realize that the front door of their church is really the website. It's not really the front door of their church, right? Because most people that are going to go visit a church, they're going to go to the website first. They're going to kind of click around. They're going to see, okay, do I like the music that this church has? Do I like the preaching of the pastor at this church? They're going to watch a few sermons, a few services. They're going to almost like give it a test run before they go there. And if a church doesn't offer that on their website, there's enough other churches in the area that most people live that they don't even have to like give that church another thought. They can just kind of move on to the next church that they want to try. And so, um, I, you know, I think computer repair businesses, there's enough of those computer services, all those type of things. There's enough businesses that if you don't have the information that someone's looking for in order to like really assess your, because there's two parts of the marketing, right? There's getting them to your website. The first thing, right? They have to know of you. They have to make if the, the phone has to ring. They have to go to your website. They have to interact. But then once they go to your website or they interact with your ad or whatever, then you have to get them to like take the next step and actually call or fill out the form or show yeah. up at your location, right? So it's kind mm-hmm. of like a two part thing. So talking about the first part where you just want them to like click on the ad or click on your result in Google or, you know, look through the web page and, and kind of make a decision. You have to have enough information there that, that they can do that. And if you don't, you, you, you can't just say, Oh, well, they're going to call me or email me if they have questions. Cause chances are they're just going to go to the next website on the search results that gives them the answer that they don't even have to bother doing a phone call or a thing because they can get the answer before they do that. Right. Oh, that's, that's a huge pet peeve of mine with computer business websites where they, they wait until like way down at the bottom of the page or some internal page to actually say what they're, what they do. (laughs) Like, you know, there could could be a computer shop called, um, you know, infinity computers. And then, the, the homepage is a huge image of, of like space and it says infinity computers. And then you scroll down and it's like infinity computers is all about uh, delivering excellence. And then you scroll down and you're like, what, what are you even doing? Like, what, what is the service you're providing? Can you help me? And, and a lot of uh, businesses get too involved in their own stuff. Uh, you know, like, Hey, we're an awesome business to, to realize that really what you're trying to do is solve someone's problem and let that person know that you're able to solve their problem 
So get to that as soon as possible. The first thing they should see when they visit your website is, hey, Infinity Computers, we repair computers for uh, small lawyer offices in the greater Chicago area. Oh, okay, that's who I am. That's perfect. I landed on the right page. Yeah, yeah, and I think yeah. so. And then, and then beyond that, like once you get them with that initial thing, they still probably aren't going to just pick up the phone or fill out the form and contact you, right? They want to know more information. So for churches, it's like they're going to dig a little bit deeper. Like, okay, this church is in my area. It seems generally my kind of what I'm looking for, but like, is it really going to be able to help me? You know, is it going to make a difference in my life, right? And so they're going to watch a sermon. They're going to listen to some songs. They're going to see like, is it a good fit? And so that as much as you can give an experience, like if you had a video on your computer services repair, it said, hey, I'm Matt Rodella. Hey, I'm Johnny Flash, uh, you know, and, and you just start talking about your computer repair business, right? So you'd say, hey, I'm, I'm Paco and uh, I'm here in the Chicago area and we do this, 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 and this with computer services. Uh, we make sure that all of our blah, 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 and like 30 seconds, right? And like, maybe not even you talking the whole time. Maybe there's some B-roll of like you working on a computer with another person or consulting the the compute, the person who you're doing the services for, the business owner, you know, you're kind of talking with them. And it's just sort of a quick like, hey, this is who we are. We're a real business, you know, and so forth. I think that kind of stuff goes a long way uh, in terms of, you know, just all these faceless organizations and businesses that they're kind of clicking through trying to decide who do I really want to engage with? Yeah, great information. And I think this this is, uh, and, and you know, it's it, it's kind of, it's funny because I say, you know, hey, Johnny Flash works with restaurants and churches. What works for that those industries? And and I do that with all the guests if they work in a specific, specific niche. Hey, what works with your niche? And it turns out that pretty much the same things work for all the all these niches of businesses. I mean, these are tried and true business um, uh, marketing, uh, you know, techniques that uh, you can apply to your own industry. But really, when you get down to the root of it, it's, you know, uh, are we bringing people to the website? Are we giving them the right information? Are we, um, you know, letting our personality through? And I think that that can apply across industries. Um, so it's great to hear that that's, that's working uh, well for, for those industries as well. Uh, lots of great reminders for folks and and new things to try. Um, so I, I think that that pretty much does it. Uh, any any parting words you have uh, for for folks? Um, anything you want to leave them with? As uh, you know, last thought maybe. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'll just two things. I'll just throw in out there. Uh, one is I think just be be yourself. You know, I think it's really easy to like try to see another computer, you know, in this case, computer repair business for churches. It's see the church down the road that seems to have it all together and just try to copy what they're doing. And then you kind of erode like the DNA of who you are by copying someone else. And so I think I would just encourage everyone listening to just whatever your business is or your whatever you're trying to do, like just it's okay to like be yourself and let that kind of shine through because I think it's too easy to just start copying something else. And then you, you, you just kind of look like everyone else. There's no differentiator. And the other thing that I'll say that's just kind of related to the, the computer services is that uh, we just wrote an article on our website about getting faster support. I think I shared this with you, Matt, uh, a yeah. week or two ago, but uh, if you go to johnnyflash.com slash blog, you'll see the article there, but it's, it's just kind of a resource because we service a lot of, organizations with their website. And so they're putting in support tickets on, you know, 
things that are wrong with their website or stuff they need help with. And so we're trying to educate them on how to do that better. And part of that is to help our, you know, clients and stuff. And then part of it is SEO. And so I think, you know, there's probably some things that could be done there with computer services in terms of educational content that just has value to have value that maybe helps your clients and stuff. But then that's also other clients are going to land on that content and kind of be brought in. So similar to what we were talking with before, but just a specific example. Yeah, that's that's great. I, and I encourage folks to to check that out and just check out uh, Johnny Flash's website in general. It's a great, well put together website. Lots of great information, um, and it's it's a great example to follow as far as um, you know a website that draws you in, that has all the information you need, lays things out very helpfully, um, and then captures information and makes it easy to contact you. So definitely a great great one to check out. Uh, before you go, uh, I, I'm trying to remember to ask everyone this: uh, who is there anyone that you would recommend that I interview or you think that uh, would be a good guest to have on the computer business marketing show? Oh, wow. Oh, hmm. N- uh, nothing, no one particular. I mean, all my contacts are in kind of different industries, right. <laughs> so you could learn from them and they're, they're good at what they do. Um, but well, yeah, well, you've already covered Facebook ads, but, um, I've got a name, a guy named Chris Abbott, who I had on my podcast, who is like, he's a, he, he specializes in Facebook ads for churches. So again, it would be yeah. kind of another industry comparison, but man, the results that he's had for uh, Facebook ads have been pretty extraordinary for, you know, spending very little money and getting huge returns. So he'd be someone that might be, uh, if you, if, when you're ready to revisit Facebook ads, uh, he's, cool. he's killing it pretty well. We want to hear what's working for folks. So yeah, if yeah. it's working well, we want to see see what the, the secret sauce is. What, what was the last name? Uh, Chris Abbott. Abbott. A B B O T T. Yeah, and if you go to, over to uh, AmplifiedImpact.org, you can pick up the pop my podcast there. And uh, he was on one of the recent episodes. Um, we talked about it in the church context. Uh, you can kind of get a taste for it. Awesome. Cool. We'll we'll be coming after Chris. Thanks, uh, Johnny, for the great uh, insights. A great interview. Um, it's uh, been a lot of fun. Hopefully folks learn some stuff. Uh, and you already said where folks can find you, uh, if they want to reach out to you, that's, uh, mention it again, the, the websites, uh, johnnyflash.com. It's J O H N N Y F L A S H.com and amplifiedimpact.org. Two of my websites. Awesome. Thanks again, Johnny, uh, for being here and we'll, we'll have you back soon to, to dig deeper into some of these topics. Uh, but thanks again and I'll see you around. Great. Thanks a lot, Matt. Thanks, Paco. All right. So let's, uh, before we uh, get to the marketing tip of the week, let's uh, give a shout out to our second sponsor. And that is, of course, TechSite Builder. Uh, if you're a listener of the show for any length of time, you know that TechSite Builder is the place to go to get a website uh, that's specifically designed for computer business owners. So you sign up for TechSite Builder. We take care of all the headaches like hosting and security and uh, and installing WordPress and all that you know stuff that you, you have to the, the pain uh, that you have to deal with and instead we just give you a nice platform you can log in you can build out your page however you want we give you all the tools to build an excellent page uh, and then we give you extra services if you need them like SEO help with SEO help with writing blog posts help with creating content all of that stuff is available to you on TechSite Builder we keep rolling out new features recently we came out with a, a page builder that helps you um, construct a page with drag and drop. So you don't need to know how to code with HTML or CSS or any of that stuff. 
If you do, uh, you can, but if not, you can just use the, uh, the page builder. Um, we come out with webinars to help you use all of the tools on TechSite Builder, specifically for computer business owners. So we had a webinar recently where we uh, talked about creating a landing page for your computer business. Um, it's a great thing to create if you're um, creating Facebook ads um, for around a specific topic, like or not Facebook ad, or Facebook ads, but also Google AdWords ads or any type of ad, uh, and you want to um, target a specific service. Like for example, you have an ad for um, uh, let's say uh, malware removal, and you want someone who clicks on that ad to land on a nice curated page specifically for people who are having problems with malware. And then on that page, you have a form that captures their information right away and all that stuff. We talk about how to build that on TechSite Builder. So not only do you get the, the web platform, but you also get the support of the TechSite Builder community and all of those tutorials and things to help keep your business growing and keep the clients coming. So if you want to learn more about TechSite Builder, check it out at TechSiteBuilder.com. All right, uh, let's jump into the marketing tip of the week. This one comes from Paco. Paco, what do you got for us? Yep. So you know me. I like listening to a whole bunch of stuff <laughs> and all over the place for uh, podcasts, articles, etc. And one that came up that was very interesting was I think a lot of us, including myself, um, we worry about making sure we have the right message on either our website, landing page, like you just mentioned, or just in general, any written content that we do. And a big piece of especially trying to gain traffic to your site, um, one of the big things that they mentioned was to ensure that don't stress on making the right content or ad copy. Uh, and if for those who don't know what ad copy is, is basically the written message of your ad, your website, blog, etc. Not the images, just basically what you're writing about whatever particular topic. What they do say is that don't worry about that because even not so great content or not so great ad copy uh, converts well if you answer all your clients objections um, and they make sure to make a big emphasis on as long as you understand from being in your industry for so long and depending on where you're in your niche what are like the top three top five things maybe even more that you know customers automatically think when they visit your business or automatically ask and the better you get at answering it in a way that they understand it, the better your conversion is going to be. So don't worry about making the message perfect. Worry about making sure that you're answering your objections perfect. And, and the biggest way to do that is just listen to your clients as they come in and start talking about their problems. That's what you learn on what their problems are, why they may object on maybe even going with you because of the uh, appearance of your business. So for example, like mine, although I advertise that I'm a computer repair shop, I really have an office. So the objection is why doesn't he have a storefront? You know, does he have something to hide? And, you know, and those are the things that you try and dance around essentially, mm. but really answering why things are to answer that objection, make that customer or potential customer feel good and move on to the next objection. And once they've gotten to the bottom of that so-called list, hopefully to get them to convert either filling out a form, emailing you or giving you a call. Nice. And that's, you have an opportunity to do that. I think on every page of your website, really. I mean, you know, if you, you have, you know, separate pages on your site for all your services. So, uh, you know, on your computer repair page, you can answer any objections you think people have around 
your computer repair service? You know, is it uh, is is it not reliable? Is there any kind of guarantee? What's the warranty? Is is it going to cost too much? Um, and on your you know your data recovery page, you can answer some of the objectives uh, objections um, as far as you know. Am I going to get my data back? Uh, how long is it going to take? All that kind of stuff. Each and every page you have, you you have an opportunity to answer those objections, and I think that's that's a great kind of exercise to go through one weekend or one evening. Just go through all the pages on your website, think of the objections people might have, and then and then answer them. Yeah, especially if it's things that you know you tell the customer afterwards, like thirty day money back guarantee slash warranty. Um, you know. Uh, insurance that's available in case something for liability concern for data loss, you know, things like that to help ease their worries or their objections per se. Yeah. Offer it up front versus telling them when they're in and it may even get you a better conversion rate that way too. Nice. Great, great tips. And I think all the tips today kind of all fit in together um, to help you, you know, it'll be a good opportunity for you to go back to your website and just make sure you're, you're doing all the stuff that we've talked about. Cool. So guys, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Computer Business Marketing Show. Let's keep the conversation going. We have the website up now at computerbusinessmarketing.com. Head on over there and let us know what you think about the show in the comments section below the show notes. Also, don't forget you can send questions and feedback to mail at techsitebuilder and we'll answer your questions live on the air if you have questions around marketing or around your website or anything that you, you, you think that we might have an answer for. We'd love to answer your question on the air or again, just visit the main website at computerbusinessmarketing.com. Yep. And if you guys listen to any of the podcasting platforms, uh, most importantly, iTunes, Google Play or Stitcher, um, we encourage you to leave an honest feedback and a shout out um, in the form of a review. Um, if we keep getting those, uh, because as you know, we just rebrand the, uh, relaunch the actual podcast. So we want to make sure everyone knows. So the better, the more we get you guys to really, uh, provide that feedback will help others find the podcast. And so we can help others out there. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's a little, it's a little disheartening because we are starting from scratch. So we had, you know, thousands of listeners and tons of reviews on the last podcast. And now, you know, I look at our iTunes feed and there's, there's one review. We love the review, <laughs> but there's only one review. And, you know, we're, we're starting to get definitely a flow of listeners, but it, it's nothing like the old podcast. And so um, it's, it's de- we're definitely growing. We're like a little sapling of a tree that's just, you know, starting to bloom. And so we need you guys to water us <laughs> to help us to yes. help us grow. With those. We definitely love the quality, but we can sure do use the quantity. Awesome. Uh, and don't forget to check out our sponsors, uh, the uh, Unconvention, DC Unconvention 2017, and TechSite Builder. So thanks, guys, for listening to the Computer Business Marketing Show. My name is Matthew Rodella. And this is Paco LeBron. Saying here's to your success. Mm-hmm.